Touch podcast. I'm your host, Drew, with my co-host, Brian, as always. How are we doing, Brian? Man, I am doing great tonight. Thank you. Uh, it's Tuesday night, so we're getting to it early in the week. I'll be honest with you, my heart's still racing a little bit from our afternoon. Uh, <laughs> Quite an eventful afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I, there's nothing like it, you know, looking back, but we, uh, for the listeners, Drew and I just decided to hammer the slate of European football games, soccer games, and, uh, <laughs> man, I was on edge for like four hours straight. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, I had a, a day of just like computer work, you know, sending emails, all that kind of fun shit, and so I was like, alright, I'm gonna check out like the slate of games, and there was just a massive slate. I mean, because I always favorite the games that I'm watching, like, right. especially if I'm going to be out at a bar or doing something. That way I can pull it up and quickly see how my bets are doing. Well, before the game started at 1.45 p.m. this afternoon, I had, like, eight games start because I had, you know, a casual viewer-type parlay where it was, you know, games all to go over one and a half, so that there's four or five games right there. Then I had a three-team parlay that were also, like, solo bet on the side as well. Uh, so, I mean, I had a, a massive favorited card going on my score app today. Uh, so, it made for quite a Tuesday afternoon. It was a lot, a lot of ups and downs. Uh, yeah, so it's funny, you know, you talk about you kind of just had some computer work. So, you could sit at your desk and, you know, weren't making calls and you could watch the game. And I'm sure everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you guys were working hard. But, you know, you can, t- you can learn, like, if you have something on the background, you can kind of tailor your work around that. But I'll tell you something funny is that so part of my job is kind of just looking on maps and looking around or on websites with like listings and stuff to try to find this land to like develop into something. And so, you know, I'm looking kind of around certain cities that I know I, I kind of want to be in. I'm on Google Maps just like cruising around and I'll look at a listing and kind of like, you know, look at that address and what's around it and shit like anyway, right? So <laughs> I'm doing that and our, the soccer games are in the background and I'm like, click, 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 click. And the next thing I know, I'm like in Milan, Italy. Because <laughs> I was like, let's see what this stadium yeah, looks like. <laughs> I, was like. I was like, if these guys are fucking up so damn bad, I want to see the stadium they're fucking it up in. He's like looking up like the players' addresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway. Yeah, so, so. so a lot of ups and downs. We had, we had some good bets, had some bad bets, some bad beats. That AC Milan game was absolutely trash. And I know we talked about put, tweeting out some of those picks. Haven't really gotten any feedback from anybody saying that they're they're interested in seeing those European ones. So until somebody does reach out to us and it is interested for that, you know, I think we'll continue to just have those on the side. Keep our Twitter account strictly MLS. Yeah. Um, I think it just makes for a cleaner product. And then you know maybe as we get into MLS being over, maybe we'll have a World Cup record. You know, some some kind of side bet or something on the World Cup as well. Uh, but that is just the. Uh, you know, just a Tuesday afternoon in the life. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, quickly on, you know, just like talking about like scouring the internet. Did you see a lot of the the feedback on, they've now released all of the World Cup jerseys. Puma, Nike, and Adidas. Adidas yeah. Did you see like the Twitter reactions to, to any of that? Uh, I did a little bit. So I think, you know, I, I didn't go down any rabbit holes, but I definitely saw, I think that, uh, the consensus was Adidas did well. Yeah. And their jerseys are, are fine. I didn't hear anyone raving over them. I think that they were just like the best available. 
Right. I think the Mexico jersey was getting a lot of love. Yeah, yeah, that week. was sick with like the a, heritage yeah, stuff on it or whatever. Very cool. So like Adidas definitely showed out to start. Yeah. Uh, and then I think after that, all I saw was uh, Nike and Puma just getting dragged. Yeah, and deservedly so. I think so. I mean, I think if you know if you haven't seen it by now, just quickly Google search you know Nike World Cup jerseys and Puma World Cup jerseys. I mean, Puma looks like they literally just like had a stencil. And it was a carbon copy, and they were just making the same jersey and just changing the colors to match the national flags. Man, I've said this about a few different things. Sometimes you say it about you know a coach on a team and or like a team a, a team playing, and it's like, wow, it's so obvious they should do this. Why don't they do it? Or you know, you armchair arm sure quarterback, whatever they call couch quarterback. Um, but kind of along the same line. How do you pay who you pay to design these things to design those? Someone got I'm I'm sure a firm or the some department within Puma got the equivalent of a you know million dollar con five million dollar contract or like something to design the World Cup jerseys, and that's what they gave you. I bet they got way more money than that. I, I mean, I would be interested. Maybe we'll look that up later. But I it got, dude. It's kind of like that old story about well, this is kind of this is so stupid, but there's a huge consulting firm and consulting firm. It's like a global one. I think they're headquartered out of Boston because uh, I tried to work for them at one point, but I was like never that smart. I think they only pull guys from like Harvard and gals from Harvard and Penn and all that shit, which I'm not. Uh, it's like McKinsey, I think. <laughs> no, like, you're yeah, not. Yeah, not yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, School of Hard Knocks. Uh, I think it's McKinsey or one of the Bain or one of the huge ones. Anyway, they uh, it was who CNN hired to consult them on like launching this like subscription service and they paid them hundreds of thousands millions of dollars and their projections were that within two years cnn would have i think hundreds of thousands of subscribers and they had ten thousand. really yeah so it's like what are you fucking paying these people anyway back to puma it's like look someone got paid whether it's a firm or someone got paid a ton of money to design that the best insult I saw was that I think it's the Swiss one because uh, they're white and red. Uh-huh. It, it looks like one of those "Hello, my name is" name tags. Oh, jeez! It did, does. I dude. didn't see that. It does, yeah. dude. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I thought the I thought that some of the Puma ones looked really good. I can't specifically name the, the country off the top of my head, but there was a couple of them where it was like, if you give me, you know, just the traditional Puma jerseys, and then you have like one or two that are like this, you're like, oh shit! Like that's kind of like. It's clean, it's modern, you know, very minimalist, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but when you're literally just copying and pasting, yeah. I mean, like, they showed all of the Puma, like, Puma put out the tweet, and it was like, you're like, hey, check this out. They're like, check out all of our World Cup jerseys, and I was like, they look the exact fucking same. Like, how yeah. do you not even, when you, like, post that graphic, realize, like, these are not very different. That passed a lot of, like, checks and balances within yeah. the company, too. So, I thought the, I thought the uh, you know, that was the biggest thing that was going on in the soccer world, I guess, this, you know, this week was just, like, one, you know, the le- all the leagues are back, so you're going to have your typical, you know, media on it. But right. then the World Cup jerseys releasing, and uh, I think far and away, Adidas <clears throat> was the best. Like, I mean, yeah. they just, like, there was creativity throughout each jersey. Like, Nike was kind of just, like... They look They're like, dog shit. They look like like bowling alley carpeting. It looks like if you try to create a team on you know Madden or FIFA or something like that, and it's like, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this jersey. Just give me the generic one you got, and we'll throw the, my logo on it. 
it's it's bizarre. It's it's just one of those horseshoe effect things where they it's gone so far that it's kind of come back around. It's just it's too far. Uh, why are you overthinking it? You look at the the like kind of World Cup of Hockey or the Olympics or whether countries hire someone have. I'm gonna tell you something. Switzerland, white jersey, super sleek, thin red pinstripe, horizontal, Swiss crest on your fucking left tit. You're done. And people are going to be like, God, that's so classic. Yeah. You overthought it. Yeah. I, it's I, unbelievable. I just don't get it. And I mean, did, did Croatia make the World Cup this year? I don't think so. No? I would say because... Uh, oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's bad. But they always had like some really out there jerseys just with their, you know, their color patterns and stuff. Um, so I'd be interested if they did make the World Cup. You know, maybe that's the the plain one is just like their their white jersey, and then they still have the the flashy red and blue one. Um, I don't know, anyway. but enough jersey talk for uh, for one night. Um, I did want to right before we were about to record, I was about to bring this up to you, and this is a gambling related topic, but not exactly soccer related. That's fine. Um, so something that I've always wanted to do that I've seen people do, and you hear people talk about it, is the Survivor pools for like yeah. NFL. Yeah. And I would love to do a survivor pool. I've done a handful. They're fun. They're fun? Yeah. See, like, I, I feel like it'd be cool. And you hear people, I mean, obviously, like, any given Sunday is, you know, a saying. And so, like, anybody can beat anybody. But I'm not following how, like, nobody makes it all the way through the season. I'll tell you how no one makes it all the way through the season. About 2000. 10 maybe 9 or 10 I was one win away from probably the final two and someone's like yeah we'll split the pot for two grand a piece a piece yeah like massive pots yeah and I was you know definitely could have used two grand at that time (laughs) right obviously it was a while ago and I was quite a bit younger I got beat and I lost because Jamarcus Russell led Raiders beat the Broncos at Denver <laughs> for their like second win of the year Jeez. as as like two touchdown dogs yeah I guess like I didn't even think about it like as you get further in the season like even if you saved like the, the Chiefs or somebody like what if it's the end of the year and you still have the Chiefs but the Chiefs are they're resting Mahomes or whatever they have Chad Henney out there it's like well fuck like I, yeah. I was banking on using that on, so I, that's something I would like to do I, I love that dude, I, sorry I love that you said I, I don't even understand how no one makes it through the whole year we're doing one now, cause and I'll side bet you a hundred bucks. You don't make it through week seven. All right, we'll talk about it. Uh, just because it's it's the thing is once you start looking, because I know how what you're thinking is like I'll just look at the lines and I'll look at the favorites for the first couple weeks and like every week in advance and you know every, any team that even if it's like I know you've got to take like you know if a mediocre team is playing the dog shit Jaguars, who which you know right. you don't know if they will be. Like you want to take that, and that way you use like a mediocre team, and you can save like your, you know, your the heavy hitter. Yeah, right, 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 right. Save right. the Packers or yeah, save the Packers, the Chiefs or the Bills or yeah. whatever to the end, or at least till like you get in a tight spot. But then obviously you run the risk of like one of those mediocre teams just like dropping the ball against a bad team. Right. It's it's it's. I like to pro- sh- think of it more as probability to win. So even a mediocre team. They're mediocre because they're going to lose more games than a better team. I mean, it sounds silly when you say it out loud, but 
they may only have a 50% chance against the Jaguars. The problem is, is they have a 20% chance against everyone else. Right. But 50 ain't really that great. Right, yeah, yeah, So I would like to, I'd like to get into it. I need to look in, like, more into, like, strategies of it. Just because, I mean, like, with everything. Because we're doing fancy football drafts and all that stuff right now. It's like, there are strategies that go into these different games. And so, like, I need to learn more about it before I'm, I'm all in on a $100 bet of... You know what one good thing to be... Uh, good thing to do might be is a pick'em pool where us and our buddies and whoever wants to do it we you pick every single game you just pin the spreads on Friday afternoon and you pick every single game against the spread and you say you go was it 15 games a week you go 8 and 7 one week you go 10 and 5 one week you go 1 and 14 one week whatever and all you do is every single week and then at the end of the year the top three people get paid that might be one to do because it's fun. Like you're never out of it. Yeah. I do like that. Cause I mean like you could, and we call ourselves fucking gamblers. Yeah. No, I would, yeah, I would be down to do stuff like that. Uh, I did a couple of like, you know, like weekly pools last year on like the DraftKings app. Um, where I was literally like pick every game against the spread or just pick winners. And, um, I had one really good week where I made money on it. Like they had, you know, it was weekly payouts or whatever. Um, I think I went like 14 of 16 or something like that and made a couple bucks. Then I did it three more weeks and didn't win any money on it. So stopped doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, reason to stop yeah, doing it. I was, I was cold. That's how I got <laughs> it. <laughs> the, the last one I'll say, and we can talk about all this shit later, but the last one I'll say is really fun is I think I'll have to go back and look. I think you pick five playoff teams from the NFC and the AFC. So you're basically picking what, like five of the eight playoff teams. Uh, and then whoever, or it's it's either that or it's teams did not make the playoffs or something weird, but it's fun because it's just we'll I have to look that yeah. up. I'll be, yeah, I'll be down to to get anyway. into some of those things. But uh, let's get into a little bit of the the soccer for this week. Um, quickly, gambling recap from last week: lost a casual viewer, uh, missed it by a goal, I believe. A goal that got called back. Goal that got called back in that Kansas City game. You're exactly right. Uh, so up, still up 3.91 units with a full mid midweek uh, slate. We're gonna have a cash viewer out for this uh, for the Wednesday games and for the Saturday Sunday games. Uh, so two casual viewers. Hopefully we can make up some units there. Uh, last week you went two and two. I went three and one, but you're still up 10.69 units. Nice. Uh, so made up a little ground, but not as much as I needed to. Still was chasing the plus signs, but they were only like. You know, yeah, plus so you, plus it's creative. Yeah, those creative parlays you made really good. It's, it made me nervous because I'm like, a one bad week away from you definitely being right back in this thing. Yeah, and that's what I need from you is a bad week and me to have uh, some some big plus plays uh, come through for me. But uh, looks like we've got what eight, seven, eight games left, something like that. So just uh, just a couple more weeks, and some of these like midweek you know slates will only have like two picks. You know, so. Time's getting short on me at the you know last two weeks. I may be throwing like plus five hundred parlays out there. Just like <laughs> it would be wild. Yeah, I'm I gonna mean, have to look if I'm still down ten plus units. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna have to be the last two weeks of riding these like one unit, you know, plus five hundred parlays to try to get in it, which is gonna be tough. Yeah. Um, but uh, be on the lookout. That's at Gambling MLS on Twitter. Uh, check us out. We've got all of our records for the year, the units, casual viewer units, everything uh, is all in our bio on Twitter. Uh, power rankings had a shake up at the top, actually all the way through. Same five teams, 
Uh, we've got Philly at one. They had a, you know they've been on a tear lately. LAFC's kind of been slacking, so dropped them to two. Um, Austin big win at home on Friday night against LAFC. Uh, beat them four one. Yeah, smoked them. Yeah, I mean, and it was not even that close. I would say. I thought Austin. LAFC was never in that. Yeah, team. Austin dominated from start to finish. Yeah. Um, so they uh, Austin move up to three. Obviously, still behind LAFC in the Supporter Shield race. Uh, four Minnesota, five Montreal. Um, yeah, I think these are your five best teams at the moment that are playing the best soccer. Um, obviously, that could shake up. I mean, I tried to bet Toronto to win the um, cup this week, like yesterday. Really? But uh, none of the lines were out. Really? Because I was like, I mean, if you could get them right now at like plus 2,500 or something like that because like they're technically outside of the playoff race, I mean – they could get hot. Why not? They certainly have the talent to right. do it with the guys they brought so in. I, that was just like a value pick that I was like looking to play. Um, that Bernadeschi guy is incredible. Dude's on a tear. All right. So we had some. Uh, we had a lot of good feedback. Actually, I think the most feedback we've gotten on anything that we've done was the uh, the snake draft of sauces. Um, put that out on Twitter. Twenty four hour poll dominated. Eighty percent of the vote. Um, <sighs> That's good. So one nothing Drew in the snake draft. Wish we had had a bet on that, but uh, we did not. So the snake draft topic for this week is going to be fall. Best things about fall. So I'll let you do the number behind the back. That way there's no uh, funny business again. One or two. I'm going to go two. It is two. So I'm going to take... But the rule oh. is, oh, there's a huge caveat too. How could you going to forget that? It's... Best things about fall, excluding football. Specifically, just because that's obviously going to be the 1-1 one, one pick. Right. It's going to be, if you're going through Twitter and you see a, a poll, what's the best you know, section of things, it's like one team has football, another one has, I'm not even going to use another example and give you a thing, a, you know, a, a choice. But, right. You know, football, <laughs> I can eat them. football is going to be the, right. you know, the obvious right. one. It's, so, yeah, it's too much. So I have the choice. I'm going to go first. Uh, so you'll go second. Second. Uh, let me get my uh, list pulled up. Okay, best things about fall. I'm going to go, man, you see, football was an obvious 1-1. One, one. Now I don't have a true 1-1. One, one. Um, I'm going to go sweatshirt season. <sighs> that was a good one. That's probably going to be mine. That's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, when the temperatures cool down, you can just go outside in like jeans and Odie. Yeah. The sweatshirt season, I mean, just like, you know, as the air starts to get cool and stuff like that, I love being able to just, like, be cozy in a sweatshirt and not have to have a blanket or anything like that. So, sweatshirts, 1-1. One, one. What you got? Oof. This is tough. That's a good 1-1. One, one. I think, well, mine is not going to resonate with a bunch of people, but I think uh, hunting. Okay, so that was... I didn't even have that on my list. Yeah, I think I love fall for hunting. Like, there's a lot of waterfowl hunting that kicks off in the fall. And obviously deer hunting is... You know, bow hunting is the last week of September all the way through, you know, into January, right? In the right. winter. But, um, you know... Look, it's because it's you can still fish and stuff like that, but... 
it's just a comfortable you know think about sweating your ass off in the middle of the lake or you're or in the fall you know you're slaying on uh some fish you know jeans and hoodie right yeah so just yeah. To, to pivot off of yours or, or jump off of yours but yeah i just think hunting is fun it, you know it just introduces a lot of activity and there's a reason that guys get so geared up for it right um yeah i mean going to school in mississippi hunting was a big one big yeah. like i mean hunting season the weekend of hunting season like yeah, everyone's gone people cleared out yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i get that that's a good one not something that i even like thought of because i'm not a hunter right uh but a great pick i mean like if you had taken that one one that'd have been a solid yeah pick. yeah i think you kind of a little bit niche because you got to be into hunting but it's just no doubt that fall is by far the best sort of hunting seasons right. overall so what you got number two <sighs> number two gosh it's tough, dude. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, Some of mine are pretty obscure. Well, so number two is probably it's 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 tough because I don't I don't want to. Mm. It's it's apple picking, but it's like, <laughs> but it's not but it's not no. but it's not, and I'm not trying to. <laughs> I was like, like, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> But it's, so, it's more, I, I, I want to, this is the dogs making an appearance. <laughs> I wanted to say one, I want to say one, but I think it's a little bit too overlapping. I just think it's, fall is so much better to go hiking, to go apple picking, to like outdoor activities are just, there's yeah, so I much more, like. I wouldn't take all the activities. Well, I know you need some. You got right? it right. You got it. I'll stick with apple picking, and people apple can picking. That's gonna people be people can people can. It's you gonna know, it's gonna pop on the on the list. Yeah, you maybe maybe it's a, it's a tough two, but I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna argue with you that apple picking is a good part of fall. It's fun, dude. Yeah, dude, apple cider donuts. <laughs> All right, apple picking on the board. Can't. Uh, <laughs> Can't take that. Let me cross that one off my list. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, All right. So I've got sweatshirts at one, and I'm gonna go with bonfires or campfires. Ooh. So whatever you want to classify that as, but like as the evenings start to cool off, like you're able to start having some fires and stuff outside, watching football, you know, doing that kind of thing. Everything's gonna be centered around football for for my picks, but. No, I got you. Yeah, bonfires is wow. what I'm taking uh, two. Then you can have bonfires in the summer. Yeah, but who the fuck's gonna sit around a fire in the summer? Um, my next. Well, so one, people from Green Bay would say bonfires are a summer thing because it gets down to like sixty degrees in Green Bay. I've only lived in the South. Yeah, right. Uh, so bonfires, campfires, whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. And then my third one. Um, Chili. It's chili season. Oh, chili season. <laughs> chili Damn. season. That's pretty good. So chili, obviously this is another one where it's like depending on where you live. Um, you know, maybe you eat chili more often, but in the south, like when it's 100 degrees, like I do not want a hot bowl of chili. But, uh, no, I think that that's, that's true. We, uh, everyone, those things all kind of go together. It's like, let me put my sweatshirt on and cook some chili. <laughs> and then I'll bring it to the bonfire. Right, you know while I mean? we're watching football. That's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, After we picked apples all day. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> so I did think about that. Um, I I didn't. Mine wasn't chili, but it was like the football snacks. 
So like, and I, if we can't do football, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slide those in there. Well, but, one of them that I thought about that's kind of in that same vein that I like I'm not gonna use was tailgating because I right. think that like I think tailgating and football are two totally different things. Like the act of tailgating is like like we were saying like you're outdoors, you're you know whatever. Um, so I think like I thought about tailgate snacks as well because I do love tailgate snacks. Yeah. Yeah, buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. Goat. The best. Uh, a good chili cheese dip. Good chili cheese dip. Is very Not good. Not bad. It's very good. Uh, even just like the little, like, when we have like 11 a.m. games or whatever, the little, like, mini quiche, like, you know, like mm. just like the little bite size. I'd be popping like three or four of those in my mouth. Like, had a couple to the walk over the stadium. Like, I love those little things. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, what you got for your third? Man, is I've one that I have one, but I don't know if it's illegal because it's not. It's it's very like capped by age. What say? So I think one of the best parts about fall is like moving back to college and like being with all your buddies again for the you know what I mean like in partying and talking about. But then it's. I don't even know if that fits though, because some guy, you know, if you're a junior senior, you might stick around. So there's really not, I don't know. Yeah, and I was like, you sure want school to start? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they'd be like saying like back to school, but like, like what teachers are pumped about going back to school? I'm like, no. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like no one. Yeah, you can't do that. It's it's not. But like, I mean, you could you could get it down to like college move in day. But that's only like four falls out of the. Okay. I'm gonna cut to the chase. I'm gonna go Halloween. Okay, that's on my list. And that was that was gonna be So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop my hand and hawing and I'm gonna go Halloween. Uh, because I think no matter what your age is, you're fucking loving it. You're trick-or-treat when you're a kid, maybe when you're a little bit teenager, getting a little too old and people are giving you shit for whatever. But even even when we stopped trick-or-treating, it was always like go over to a friend's house and watch scary movies in high school. And everyone was having a good time. Uh, and then even as an adult, whether you have kids that you now dress up and go trick-or-treating or you just, you know, shit, man, I'll still get ripped up and go to a Halloween party. It's kind of, it's always fun. Halloween parties are always a blast. Yeah. I, I had Halloween on my, on my list. And I think I like Halloween more as an adult now than I did ever growing up. Just because now it's like truly a, a night where, you know, everybody's going to be boozing hard. Like you just wear some dumbass shit. Like I think it's a great a great holiday like when we've talked about holidays in the past on you know that many episodes ago now but um like i think that all of the holidays that don't have like true religious ties to them are more fun just because it is like everybody goes out and gets fucked up on halloween right if you're our age i guess no and it's it's always kind of it's not blank check but it always feels like you can just be a little bit more reckless or a little bit more i mean you stand around a table and someone will look at you and be like did you just drink seven beers in an hour? And I'm like, I'm dressed in drag. Like, that ain't even the weirdest thing about me right now. <laughs> I'm dressed as like, Luigi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just, you know, no one's really questioning it. Yeah. Uh, no, I think because you have, like, the mat, like, there's just, like, a certain, there's a different energy to the night when it's, like, you're going out, you're dressed up as a, you know, you're dressed up as LeBron James or whatever, you know, going out for Halloween. Like, you know, you're just like, 
you know, I, I dressed up as a, a Tarzan on, uh, one year and just got like absolutely plastered. And then you wait, you know, you catch yourself in the mirror when you're drunk and you, I just had like, you know, dreads <laughs> on and shit. Like it was like, it's just a great, it, it's a great holiday. Love the pick. What you got at number four? Well, we got to go four. Yeah. I thought we were only doing three. Oh, number four. Uh, Labor Day. Labor Day. Can I, can I double up on holidays? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, I know it's kind of the end of summer, start of fall, but to me, um, it's all, you know, September kind of feels like fall, feels like the, the start, the kickoff of, of, you know, things like football season, bonfires, apple picking, stuff like that. So, uh, and always, always, always just feels, and t- this year's not different, feels like that three-day weekend cannot come soon enough. Uh, yeah, I feel that. Just not soon enough. I mean, I was already, I'd forgotten that we had Monday off, and I was already thinking, like, fuck, like, I'm in the last quarter, last month of my quarter, like, it's about to be a grind, so, like, having this three-day weekend right before, just kind of have, like, that last little, like, breath of fresh air before we get into, like, balls to the wall grind, um, I cannot wait for it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna also go holiday. Okay. I'm taking Oktoberfest. Ooh. Yeah, I think it's... Very good. Yeah, I thought that... Jealous of that one. Good job. Oktoberfest is one of those holidays where we're talking about... Halloween, where it's literally a, a, a holiday. I mean, I know Nashville has a couple different holiday, or I mean, Oktoberfest weekends where they'll have block off Germantown and, you know, put on this big Oktoberfest and you go and you get a big stein and you just go around and drink beer, you know, day drink all day. Um, so, Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest the movie, too. I mean, That's it's, What a good versatile. movie. Versatile. What a good movie. Versatile pick. So, we'll have those up. Uh, trying to get the podcast out on Wednesday, so if you're listening to this any later, uh, go check out at Gambling MLS. We're going to put a poll up again, uh, see who's going to to take home the best things about fall, excluding college or excluding see, football. I think I'm about to take another L because you get all like the comfy clothes and I don't know. I think that I think the hunting and apple picking, as much as it is like. I was making fun of the apple picking. Like, it's going to stand out. I think it's what it stands for, right? Well, to me, I mean, I'm not trying to get deep about it, but it's the fact that, like, it's just you can only do it in fall. And it's usually you go with your family when you're a kid or there's just memories behind it. And I'm really campaigning right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a couple honorable mentions. I think one that we couldn't, you can't just not mention, uh, pumpkin spice stuff. I'm not into it, but no, I know that's I'm a big, not. big thing for fall. Um <sighs> Carving pumpkins, if you were trying to get into like activities. Yeah. Uh, one of them that I had that I almost took at four, I thought you might take Oktoberfest. And so the opportunity to get fat. It's no longer swimsuit season. You're wearing sweatshirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just the opportunity to get fat. That's Welcome to fall. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put on your winter weight, your yeah. cuddle weight. Um, I think, uh, so the older I get, this is going to, this might catch me hell from some people, but the fall scented candles. Incredible. I'm not, and I don't. Feel, I don't feel like you can burn them all year round. No, I, I'm more into like the summer smells. I like the summer smelling like colognes and yeah. any, any fruits or like fruity beers and that kind of stuff. Like I'm more into that than I am like the the cinnamon and the ginger and all that. Like just that's just not my. Not I, my I do think fall has better beers. I thought about using that one, but then I'm I'm not a huge fan. Of, I mean. I like Oktoberfests and the darker kind of beers that come with fall, the nutty ales and all that shit, more than I like a shandy. 
But it wasn't enough to... I like beer all year round. I'm not going to get better. Right. And that was... Uh, so, another one that I had was Scary Movies. So uh, See, I think I get that with Halloween, though. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, like, that is, like... But that's part of the... Like, you're talking about Halloween night, right? No, fall has Halloween in general. It's just, like, yeah, no, parties... I mean, like, then if you were saying... But I should... No, I should... I get... I mean... If you get the movie Oktoberfest I mean, in Oktoberfest, then I get more of scary a, movies. I, I mean, neither one of us took it, so it doesn't matter, but I think Halloween is like the Halloween. It's oh, the like, tre- treating oh it's the so night just up. the one night? Because carving pumpkins is an activity that people do, or you ro- carve like a roasting before. pumpkin seed, you know, if you wanted to pick that, I don't know, like, oh, I think if you were trying to get like real, like, granular with it, maybe, I don't know. Check us out on Twitter. See, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to not take another L. We gotta... <laughs> Look, I think Honey's gonna win you some, but Snake Draft. The best things about being a redhead. <laughs> yeah, you'll have that one locked. <laughs> uh, so quickly, let's get into some of the games. Um, like I said, gonna have this out on Wednesday. So if you're listening, uh, full slate of games tonight. Um, I guess Wednesday night if you're listening yeah. to it. Uh, first game we're gonna talk about Columbus Inter Miami. Columbus at home. Uh, these teams are six and seven, tied on points in the Eastern Conference. Both teams need this. Um, I mean, I think what Columbus has a game in hand. They do. So, they do. So it's a little bit more important for Miami. Right. And I can't believe we're talking about this game with playoff implications because you know how Miami started the year pretty pretty tough, but they really definitely came on as as a team that could beat a lot of a lot of other teams. Yeah, I mean Miami is a team that you know. I would not want to see in the playoffs right no, now. If I'm, I, they're dangerous. Yeah, they just go off at any moment. They may lose more than they win, but they they're bound to put four or five on you if they drop that. Uh, Iguain. They they, they play one style, and it's to get after you. And so if you're not finishing your chances, they're going to finish theirs. Right. And so I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, we were talking about this before. Uh, Columbus has been really good at home uh, this year. I. My gut wants to say draw plus three ten. Um, I just think both teams are going to try to not lose this game. That's interesting. Yeah, I, because I don't know where the standings are, but if they can both get a point, it may be. I mean, it moves, okay. Yeah, I think they they've got like a two point cushion on the team below them. Is that right? They got a one point cushion on Cincinnati. So if they can both get a point, thirty seven. That, but that's a dangerous game too because then Cincinnati could leapfrog one of them. Yeah, depending I mean, on but who has uh, you know maybe a certain better record or whatever. Yeah, Cincinnati's not playing on Wednesday, but they are playing this weekend, and they're playing. They're hosting Charlotte, so you'd like to think that they'll get a win there. Um, Bound to give a two-two tie. Yeah, they're at home, so yeah, they probably probably will tie. Um, but we'll have all those picks out on uh, our Twitter at Gambling MLS. Uh, take a look for those there. Is there anything you like specifically on that game? You like the both teams to score, maybe? I do. I don't mind both teams to score. I will say this is a very interesting stat. Maybe something to think about. Team caliber. Maybe it matters. Maybe it doesn't. Is both Miami and Columbus have 36 points. How do you get to those points? Miami is 10-6-11. They've won. Kind of to our point. is They'll put it on you when they put it on you. So they've won 10 games, drawn 6, and lost 11. Columbus has only only won 8 games. They've drawn 12 and only lost 6. 
I don't know what that means, but it's interesting to me. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's... Um... I think Miami's a big-time feaster fan, and maybe a game... You know, I, I like both teams to score. Maybe a game to stay away from because you don't know what Miami team's going to show up. and Or maybe a game you bet at halftime or bet live when you figure out what Miami team showed up because it'll be very apparent in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, and we're only going to have two picks, um, two individual picks, and a, the casual viewer uh, for the weekday games. Uh, we could bump it up if there's, you know, if you like more. I just hate playing a bunch of plays on the, the weekday games just because you never know with lineups and that kind of shit. Um, but, again, check that out on our Twitter. Next game we're going to get into is Toronto at home hosting the LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy just put it on New England on Sunday. Or was that? Yeah, that was Sunday. Yeah. Um, they're staying, from what I've heard, they're staying in, like, the Northeast, time zone. Yeah, yeah. The Northeast. So they're, they're staying over there. So I don't think it's going to be any kind of like jet lag issue. Um, that Ra- Raul Puig. Ricky Puig. Ricky Puig. Yeah. Looked pretty fucking good for them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. He's definitely a game changer for them. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, Toronto got a 2 nothing win last week. Um, I think Toronto still, you know, they've got to win every game coming in. I mean, that's really where they're at right now. Um, Galaxy, maybe they're thinking, hey, we got, you know, we're trying to get six points or four points out of this road trip. They already got three, so maybe they they lax a little bit. I'm just, uh, I'm trying to talk myself into the Toronto money line. I'm thinking I'm going to ride them until they lose. Um, I mean, they've got to win every game, so why not? Is there anything both, you like in this one? I, I mean, both teams have to win every game, really. That's so the races are so tight that LA is last in the playoffs right now in the Western Conference. They have thirty seven put every you know, they're all the teams around are within a point or two. And Toronto just will flat out be out of it, I think, at this point, because you gotta figure that number's elevated to at least thirty eight. And um, if they don't win, they'll be five point I mean, I don't know, it's tough. I look, Toronto is definitely pulling something together. They've looked really good. Insigne and uh, Bernadeschi mm-hmm. have been incredible. And to, to complement some pieces that they already had, I think whatever their GM or what those moves are on, I think maybe better than LAFC's moves because LAFC was already a very good team. Uh, they made Toronto a much better team. Uh, and those guys know how to win. I think LA Galaxy blew their nut against New England. I don't think I'm going to ride Toronto. And then, uh, you know, another one. I mean, I think there's going to be goals in this game. Uh, I wouldn't say like over three and a half, but I mean, I can see it going over two and a half for sure. Um, and a goal in first 30 is a bet we like to take. Maybe look to take that depending on what the odds are. Uh, you know, I would not lay a goal in first 30 with like minus anything higher than like minus 130. Honestly. It's, not really the, it's not really the spirit of that bet. Because it's an exciting bet. You just want a goal. I would rather bet it plus 110. Because I feel like plus 110, minus 130, the likelihood of it happening is roughly the same. Yeah, I mean, you could have anything. You know, a fluky goal, a yeah. penalty kick. You never know. But it is a fun bet to take. Take a look at that. Could be a good option for the Wednesday games. Uh, Toronto team total over one and a half. I don't know what that is. But if it's not crazy, crazy odds, it might be worth looking at. Because I think they absolutely get two. Whether they give up two or three, but I think they absolutely get two. Yeah, not a bad one to not a bad one to take a look at. So, uh, be on the lookout for those. We'll have those out tomorrow afternoon or uh, Wednesday yeah. afternoon at Gambling MLS on our Twitter. Um, then we're going to get into just two of the weekend games, um, just some with some playoff implications again. Minnesota at home 
hosting Dallas on Saturday. So that's going to be the first game on Saturday. Uh, obviously, you know, Minnesota is towards the top. Dallas is kind of fighting for that playoff spot right now. So, you know, Dallas has been playing <laughs> decent, but then they had a bad loss this last weekend. Yeah, uh, this is huge. I think whoever wins this game, if Minnesota wins this game, I definitely think that they solidify themselves in the playoffs. Uh, I think it's important for Dallas because they had a run, call it kind of midway through the year around the international break, where they beat a lot of teams and scored a lot of points. They are not doing hot right now. They had a bad loss against uh, Nashville and then a terrible draw this weekend. Yeah. They let that late goal. I mean, you can't at home, you can't do that when you're. And look, they have 43 points. Uh, you know, I don't know. You said they're like Minnesota's got forty four points and they got forty three, so I don't know that it's like you know they're not hanging on a cliff, but I, their confidence is going to be shook if they drop another one. Yeah, I mean, I think the um, you know that's a good point about the you know the mid season run that they went on. I mean, they were on a tear of winning games and collected a lot of points in that mid mid uh, you know mid summer run. Um, not not been in. As good a form. I mean, that Nashville game, obviously they didn't have Jesus Pereira. So, I mean, that's a huge, you know, asterisk on that game. Um, but, yeah, a 1-1 one, one tie against RSL. And RSL are right there in the playoffs as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, can't can't talk too bad about them. But I think that Dallas is going to have to get something going. I like, I like both teams to score no draw in this one. Interesting, um, yeah. I don't. I mean, I'll have to take a look. Obviously, like as we get the Wednesday results in, but my gut right there is it, both teams score no draw. Anything? Uh. I, oof. No, I think I want to say. I think I want to stay away from it. I think if anything, I think um, Minnesota money line because I just think Dallas is shook. All right. Well, we'll have those out um, Friday or Saturday. Long weekend, uh, so there's gonna be a ton of games on Sunday. Um, one of the games on Sunday is New England Revolution again, or hosting NYCFC. Uh, New England, obviously, not a great um, loss to LA. Um, still right there on the fringe, fighting for the playoffs, but they've kind of been a team that's looked lost the last little bit. I know they've had a couple of big wins, but it feels like when they've played tougher competition, they've kind of you know, late a dud. Um, so I would look to play NYCFC. I know that, you know, without Cassianos, they're totally different, but they've been getting some decent results. I think they're going to start finding their way as they keep continuing to play without him. They're still a very good team. They're just missing that final piece, which was Cassianos. But I think they're starting to find some other ways to score some goals. I would look to play um, NYCFC, draw no bet. I think at, at worst, I think they're going to tie against New England. I think New England's on the outside looking in, in my eyes, for the playoff race. Mm-hmm. So I would say lay the juice, get some get some plus odds with NYCFC. Not a bad pick. I, I think I'm, I'm in your corner with New England. I think last weekend was basically uh, – should have been a playoff game. It was their Super Bowl, and they – you know – team coming across country that's really not much more talented than you you know they couldn't do it they couldn't close the deal um so i just think that they're shook i uh 
the NYCFC, you know, I don't know if they're gonna maybe rest guys because they're 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 you know got a really firm grasp or grasp on a playoff spot. Um, but to and to your point, I think that you know New England lost a couple of their scorers, and they lost a few guys to tra- the transfer window. Uh, not that Cassianos isn't a huge, but but to your point, New England has always just like looked a little bit different since they lost those guys. Um, so I think they're kind of you know. I'd call him a caged dog, and you always want to be careful of that. But they were one last week too, and they laid a fucking dud. Yeah, so, and early on too. Yeah, I mean it was like yeah, they never. Sh- I mean they really never showed up to that game. You're at home, and you go down two goals, and basically a must win within yeah. the first half hour. I would have if that was Nashville. I would have left the stadium. So I can't imagine that was a fun atmosphere. No, no, I'm, I'm sure people were not not thrilled with the team. Uh, but that's uh, that's all the games that uh, we're gonna go over for this weekend again. Check out our picks at Gambling MLS. We're in the home stretch. Uh, you know, just a couple more, couple more weeks of this, and then we'll we'll get into playoffs in October. So I mean, a month left of of games. Yeah, so, it's exciting. It's gonna be it's exciting. It's gonna be interesting to see how the playoff picture evolves. It's I don't remember last year if it was this tight or not, but it feels like you know the sixth through ninth teams in. Each, the East and the West are all within like two or three points of each other. So a couple good wins in a row, which Nashville, I mean, not to drag on the podcast, but huge win this weekend, huge win against Dallas. Of how much we've dogged them, it's like awesome. You guys are doing great right now. Super huge six points in those two games. Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of Nashville, I think tomorrow night a must win against Colorado because I think really best case scenario, you're looking to get a tie out of that Austin game. I mean, Austin's the real deal. Yeah, and they looked really good. So I mean, if we could get if we could get four points this week, I'd be happy with it. However, we want to do that. Whether that's a tie against Colorado and a win against Austin, but I think we need four points minimum. I agree. So, well, if you don't have anything else, let's uh, let's get the people out of here. We will see y'all on the next episode of the Bad Touch.